Hubhopper Originals. Welcome everyone to episode number twenty of the unofficial VAR Hubhopper Original. Now you are listening to one of the final episodes of the domestic football season. Welcoming back my co-host Supradeep Gupta. Supro, it's been a long time, isn't it? It has been, hasn't it? Absolutely, and there is so much to talk. But we have two important European finals that we yeah. I need to discuss, and that the viewers are eager. They have missed you, by the way. And uh, I have some personal uh, uh, messages. I'm not kidding. I could send you screenshots later because the Hub Hopper team has been doing some excellent uh, analysis and research over the past few months. But anyway, uh, how have you been? How have these two months been for you? How has the season been? I know it's a long question to ask Arsenal and Arsenal yeah. man. But uh, how was the Champions League final? Yeah, the Champions League final went according to plan. I wanted Liverpool to win that game for all the season. <laughs> we, missed the, we missed the savage replies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but unfortunately, the Europa League final didn't go as planned and. That has to be the biggest disappointment of the season. Yeah, and uh, you know, guys, if you're listening, we are going to be talking in depth about the Champions League final, the Europa League final. Uh, but before we go ahead, uh, offering our tribute to the former gunner and Sevilla man uh, Jose Antonio Reyes, an invincible at Arsenal, who passed away on Saturday. Uh, really yeah. sad uh, news coming to pro. And uh, to be very honest, when I read that, I was shocked for two minutes. I was on the vacation this weekend, and I come out. I I don't have my phone for two hours. That's the most it can be away from me. But when I'm not there, this happens, and uh, sad, isn't it? Everyone's still in awe. And of that Boro goal he scored, I, it was on a loop, isn't it? Absolutely, it was a pretty shocking news. And even the fact that how popular he was, even for a short period of time. For his goals with Chelsea, with his middle role, even he had a starring role in that uh, match against Manchester United where Arsenal's invincible run ended. So overall, Reyes is fondly remembered by the Arsenal fans, and I hope he's sold resting. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, I uh, hope his family uh, can find strength, some strength in uh, you know uh, everything. Our players are with the family. Our players are with his children, and his son, by the way, joins the youth setup of the Real Madrid. Uh, Uh, side away for tomorrow. This is what I have read just now, a few moments back. He joins there from Leganes, so all the best to him. But uh, getting back now to the the agenda of the episode, which is the Champions League final, and uh, as you were saying, it went according to plan. Yeah. Uh, yeah let's raise a few talking points here, and uh, let's get your thoughts on what you feel. And uh, let's start with Salah's early moment of redemption. I mean, we all know what happened last year in Kiev. And yeah. uh, it was a Real Madrid side which was chasing their fourth title in five years and their three consecutive wins, three on the back. What did you make of that early goal and uh, the handball that Sissoko endured there? What happened there? Yeah. yeah, I think it was a clear penalty because you know if you hand the ball like that in front of the referee inside the box, the referee has no choice. And I. Felt that that moment uh, was actually the embodiment of how nervous Tottenham was at the start of the game. And Liverpool being there in the final last season, they knew how to start the game pretty well. They pressed uh, right from the front, and after they got that one goal, hmm. thanks to Salah's penalty, they kind of stepped back. They let Tottenham have the ball. They let Tottenham have the possession, and they kind of controlled the game. They were pulling their own sweet way. 
and uh, uh, for if you if you consider a penalty like that in a champions league final your first in the club's history yeah all the work that you have done for 3 weeks has probably gone down the drain you're thinking we have done yeah. so much and now we come into a game 30 seconds boom one nil down Uh, and exactly. but still but still they came back into the game in the second half we've known that pochettino can be a very good man manager and yeah. uh, his team hasn't given up in the past but uh, let's focus our attention on pochettino's selection kane coming back through injury uh, past fit yeah. but lucas mora was the man that got them to the final isn't it and should he have started ahead of kane what should have been if not for kane what what was it Yeah, I kind of understand why he went with Kane because Kane has the experience to play in the big games. But you could clearly see that Kane was unfit, hmm. and he was not in his natural self. He couldn't lift the ball well. It was very slow up front. Yeah, and Tottenham needed the pace, you know, to trouble the Liverpool defence. Correct. Uh, Son was playing really well, but Eriksen and Ali couldn't step up. So I think starting Lucas Moura made sense. Lucas Moura could have played on the wings, and Son could have played up front. But I think Pochettino made the trick over there. Mm. Uh, in the second half, they tried their best. They created some chances. In the first half, they couldn't link the ball, uh, link their passes. But in the second half, they improved. Uh, but unfortunately, fortunately for Arsenal fans, unfortunate for them. <laughs> Alex Oxlade, Alex Oxlade Chamberlain uh, offering his commemorations to the the Gunners. uh but uh, we'll we'll get on to that later but let's talk about the hero of the final now i felt alison becker played a very crucial part in yeah. keeping that one nil because those two efforts from son and i think it was erickson or sissoko or ali one of them i think um uh, some crucial saves from alison and he's been a stellar performer this season or whatever people can say coutinho's money being invested well in that side of the pitch uh, how was alison becker in the final Yeah, he was definitely the man of the match for Liverpool for me, and he has been good all season. And there's a reason why he starts over Edison for the Brazilian national team. Hmm. He'll start over Edison in the Copa America as well. So Liverpool, have, as you said, Liverpool have invested their money, the Coutinho money, pretty widely. They got Van Dijk, they got Allison. Hmm. Now they have a defense that is one of the best in Europe at the moment, and it hmm. shows hmm. the way they played in Champions League final. Yeah, absolutely. And if you look at uh, Uh, speaking about transfer budgets, you know, a smart business, isn't it? I mean, instead of signing four or five mediocre players, sign two world-class players, and that yeah. shows the difference what it has brought to this Liverpool side, isn't it? I mean, one hundred and fifty million down the drains. No, it isn't. <laughs> it, it, that was, also shows the ambition of the owner. Absolutely, absolutely, one hundred and percent. An owner who said. that even though they win the champions league they will it will still not be the best seasons because they missed out on the league by one point goes on to show how hungry they are for more and more silverware in the coming years and yeah, let's get yeah 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 oh yeah you can ask for and if you look at the fans as well they play such a crucial role in uh, doing what uh, the, the, the 12th man you know they look at the yeah, second the second the leg of the semi final against barcelona barcelona were feeling the heat of the anfield crowd i mean you could see them misplaced passes that's not the barcelona side the uh, side that uh, you see play football like that you know and uh, yeah. to be very honest uh, pretty much credit to klopp for actually coming back from the dead you can say finish eighth in the first season when he inherited the squad and it has been a complete overhaul 
and although there are many variables to the game i think everything has fallen into place and the hard work has finally play, paid off Oh, uh, but uh, let's talk about a few individuals more and there's Super Sadio Mane as I would like to say and then there's Divak Origi who's been so good at the business end of the season. What do you make of their seasons and their Champions League final performances? I think Sadio Mane has really established himself as a world class player this season because even in the games when Salah couldn't score or assist, Sadio Mane stepped up. Hmm. For a lot of goals for Liverpool in the Premier League. I think he ended up with a joint top scorer with Salah yeah. and Aubameyang. Yes, so yes. That shows how good he was. And Origi acted as the perfect substitute for Liverpool. The games that Firmino couldn't play at the back end of the season because of his injury. And he contributed in a lot of goals. He scored the winner against Newcastle hmm. also. Yeah. So, and to top the season of the Champions League final goal is really special for him. Oh, yeah. And the double against Barcelona when uh, yeah, no one actually yeah. fancied them. Uh, he steps up and uh, that's amazing. But let's end this Champions League discussion with two questions now. And both are regarding the manager. And the first thing is Jurgen Klopp. I mean, uh, we can uh, all, you know, I personally will say this. We can troll him all he, we want for the hugging and the yellow teeth and everything. But the man's done a fantastic job throughout his career. I mean, the togetherness that he's built within the squad. The first things first, he's done that brilliantly and finally he's won the won a major trophy. I mean, he's won the league at Dortmund, but that, that the Champions League trophy that eluded him even at Dortmund, he's finally got his hands on that, isn't it? What yeah. what do you make of Jurgen Klopp's managerial career so far this after this season? Yeah, yeah I mean I mean he has his brilliance. Even in the first season when he finished eighth with Liverpool, he led them to a Europa League final. And step by step, season by season he understood the players that he needed to improve the squad. And I think the continuous sale was a big boost for him, a lucky boost because he got the money in his hands to spend wisely and he has improved the score exceptionally well. He hmm. got Salah, he got Mane, he got Van Dijk, he got Alisson, he improved the midfield as well. Yeah, and who can forget? Yeah, and who can forget the two fullbacks in Robertson and Alexander Arnold? Yeah. I mean, that's a steal, if you ask me. Eight million pounds for Andrew Robertson and Trent Alexander Arnold um, from the setup. I mean, that's brilliant. So, so uh, many more uh, trophies coming Liverpool's way is what we think might happen from the next season because uh, you know they've been unlucky in the league. If you get 97 points in the Premier League. The 25, past 25 years prove that you could win the title 23 times. The only two times would be this season and the last season where Pep's team accommodated uh, some 100 points. You know, they put together a 100-point run. So that's the only two times you miss out. But that's the season for Liverpool. I mean, uh, a sad ending, but I think they will raise the level now. They are a team to reckon with for nearly another half a decade or so. Uh, because I think and, and I think the English dominance might be back in Europe, thanks to Liverpool. And maybe if Pep and City decide to spend more. So, one more question. What next for Mauricio Pochettino? Does he stay at Spur or does he go somewhere else looking for a big club now? Well, he's definitely not with the Real Madrid because they signed Jira. I think even Juventus are getting Sari from Chelsea. So, yes. I personally think Pochettino will stay with Autumn, given the fact that they are goes in new stadium and, and the board has promised Pochettino that they will spend in the summer hmm. to keep him and you know to keep the score ticking to make sure that they finish in the Champions League uh, places again next season so I don't see a reason for him to leave but 
if Juventus comes, then I think there could be a possibility. Hmm. So, lot of things growing up, and it's been a fabulous discussion on the Champions League. But there is some place we don't want to go, but we have to, and that is the Europa League final. And yeah. it happened in Baku. First of all, um, personally, I would like this opportunity to shame the UEFA for their decision to play the final at Baku. Because a player could not be allowed, and I think that is a valid reason for the Arsenal fans to get pissed off. I mean, I know he, Mkhitaryan, might offer less, but I think he offers something more than a certain number ten who kind of is on a decline. I wouldn't want to go there, but sadly, a final yeah. played uh, for poly, even for political reasons. Uh, I know the Europa League is all about going to places where football hasn't been. But I mean, come on, man. When we, when yeah. Mkhitaryan isn't arrived, the best thing to do and the best message to send out is no, we don't want to come there. We want to go do go somewhere else. I know there are many factors to this. People have already yeah. booked their tickets and uh, they are on their way. But uh, sad, isn't it? That if politics still has so much to do with football. Football is not yeah. traveling. And uh, going on now to the Europa League final. I mean, there are five talking points that I have written down. And the first point that I would like to hear from you is uh, Hazard show in the final, and what yeah. are Chelsea going to miss next season? Definitely transfer window, first of all, because they are banned from it. Hmm. And I think getting Pulisic was a smart decision in January because now they have an outlet on the left hand side, but they also need a few midfielders to complement Sarri's style of play. If he hmm. and obviously they need defensive reinforcements as well because Chelsea have been not that good defensively for the, uh, the season given the standard set hmm. and they also need a striker because hmm. also, also on the decline hmm. I don't think Chelsea trusts Marcia Aishi enough hmm. to give him much opportunity and then there is Tammy Abraham in uh, Aston Villa who has performed exceptionally well for them hmm. but I am not sure whether Chelsea will Giving that opportunity to lead the line, so <laughs> they will definitely win the. They will definitely win the transfer window, and most likely Hazard will will leave them for Real Madrid, so they could have a difficult season next year. Oh, uh, so going on to the second point, Supro, Mesut Ozil's no show in the final? Question mark. That's yeah. a question. And who flopped for Arsenal in the Europa League final? I think a lot of factors can be taken into consideration. Ozil also didn't perform. The expectations. I think the tactics were wrong as well because we played a three-five-two formation where the only players out wide were Vincent, Nice, and Kolasinac. Compared to Chelsea, who had who had their fullback and the right players, so it became a two-one situation. Yeah. Expected thoroughly. If you look at our goals, the way we conceded, the second goal, especially Hazard passed it to Pedro, who came from the right-hand side and inside and slotted it at home. Slotted in home, so. Tactically, we got it wrong. The defenders they completely collapsed after we conceded the first goal. They lost all confidence. They lost yeah. all shape. Yeah. If you look at the second goal, the surprise is left his position to mark. Uh, I don't remember the player who it was, but he left his position completely, which gave Hazard the room to pass it to Pedro. And Mondial hmm. also missed Pedro. Hmm. Mondial was supposed to mark Pedro, and he missed him. So, defensively, all of the players, and you know, it's an indictment on how bad Arsenal are mentally. Because if we concede one goal. And he collapsed like that. And it's not the first time that it has happened. We yeah. also did last year we get to see at Wolves. So next season uh Emery has his start cut out. Yeah. So let's uh that's the that's the thing. There's a, there's an overhaul needed in the summer and we are no strangers to that. 
but a former gunner came back to haunt us and uh, he showed that he still has something to offer what did you make of oliver giroud in the final i think this is the first time i've seen oliver giroud play so well in a big game <laughs> i never seen that last year yeah because he used to go missing and he was under kind of uh, that suited arsenal winger arsenal winger for ball were at chelsea just link up with hazard clearly suits you a lot hmm. hazard being the second striker and yeah good header from giroud and a great assist for the third goal Hmm. So yeah, uh, Czech failing to uh, get a fitting send off. I mean, but should yeah. Leno have started over Petr Czech and the situation that was going on before the Europa League final? I think so too because it was a very important game for Arsenal in terms of qualifying for the Champions League. But then I don't think Czech had too much. You know, too, uh, he didn't have too many falls throughout the game. He few chances in the first half itself and he took the shot so yeah and personally yeah and personally yeah. you're right he kept it at nil nil yeah he made some crucial saves there because arsenal were the better side for the first uh, quarter of the game and then chelsea came back and then just blew it away and yeah. uh, peter check kept uh, the score at nil nil but then later on the floodgates opened and even he could not do anything because the defense was all over the place yeah. So, um, Sari finally wins his first major trophy, and uh, he might be off to Juventus. What did you make of Sari's season at Chelsea, and uh, will he be going to Juventus? What is that? Are we hearing now? I think it will be a shame if yeah. Hmm. I think it will be a shame if Sari because he has been disrespected throughout the season hmm. by the fans, by the board, and even by some players. Hmm. I think for what he has achieved this season, a Europa League uh, victory and third place finish, which means Chelsea will play the Champions League next season. Hmm. I think he clearly deserves a second year. Hmm. And but I understand if Chelsea will wants to make a change because the Roman Abramovich doesn't like Chelsea not winning the title at all. That's just a lot of things. Yeah. Try to win or go home. And for Sarri to succeed at Chelsea, he needs some stability, which I don't think he will get at a club like Chelsea. So it makes sense to go for Juventus. He will be. He will be afforded with the opportunities, and basically, Serie A is a dead league where Juventus are expected to win the title next year as well. So he will have that in spades. Ah, well, yeah, and uh, some good points there. So there's a managerial circus that is expected to happen here. Conte has joined Inter, and uh, Allegri has left. Where do you see Max Allegri going next season? Is Jose Mourinho going to be somewhere in management next season? And what yeah. will what is Pep Guardiola's future at city look like will he be staying will he is he in contact for the juventus post what's the managerial circus so far now yeah exactly the juventus job holds the key for all the managers if one of them gets it it's all over then gorilla says that city pochettino says that spurs sari moves away so it all depends on who juventus hires and as far as allegri goes i think he will take a year off probably and you know he might get a chance to crucial level perform again next next season if he Doesn't deliver the Champions League, which is what PSG want from the managers. The managers they hire. So at the moment, the only big job I see for Allegri is PSG. Real Madrid is basically off because Zinedine Zidane has taken over, and maybe Barcelona if Valverde gets that. But then again, hmm. Barcelona fans complain about the football that Valverde plays. Allegri is also a defensive coach. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, true. True. So uh, all in all, um, a terrible week for Arsenal fans, but. Uh, but the season has finally ended and a big summer is coming up i mean this is the first summer without arsen wenger i know last season they we signed five players but now that we are not in the champions league and we have a new manager uh, it will be 
there to be seen that whether the board backs the manager or does does he become a scapegoat again in the eyes of the others because clearly uh, the owners have very little ambition i as far as i see it i know that i have had discussions with people who have actually seen the cronky era and are still witnessing it but anyway the the owners ambition here are uh, a no show i mean he was wasn't even there for the uefa europa league final where his team's playing so all in all a very good episode and uh, that wraps up the domestic football season for the 2018 2019 season that wraps up episode number 20 of the unofficial vr hub hopper original i hope you enjoyed listening to the the episodes we will try to raise the level next season and hope that you come back for more here's your host prasad butkar signing out with co-host supratim gupta bye bye guys हाँ हो गया हो गया हो गया हाँ हो गया मतलब ये रिकॉर्डिंग चलने दे मुझे कट करने को आता है मैंने टाइम नोट डाउन कर लिया आई होप यू एंजॉय दिस हब ऑपर ओरिजिनल पॉडकास्ट इफ यू वॉन्ट गेट स्टार्ट विद यूर ओन शो प्लीज डू गेट इन टच विद लव टू हैव यू ऑन बोर्ड सेंड एन ई मेल टू इन्फो एट हब ऑपर डॉट कॉम दैट इन्फो एट हब ऑपर डॉट कॉम एंड वेट बैक टू यू इन फ्लैश वे लुकिंग फॉर्वर्ड टू क्रिएटिंग सम ग्रेट ऑडियो कॉन्टेंट टूगेदर